Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me and it's a little bit of a different format this week because we're not actually going to be going with a different thought or a different capture from each day. Um, I've been down to London this week. I went out to London on Wednesday, came back on Thursday, stayed over uh, in a hotel and did the first thing uh, sort of close to a business trip since um, since the beginning of, of lockdown. And whilst I was down there, I took the opportunity to record a few snippets uh, uh, of audio in a few different locations. So I captured a little bit on the train on the, on the, on the way out, a little bit on the train on the way back, uh, and then uh, one from my hotel room and uh, another couple uh, from locations on my travels. Um, just to really capture what I was thinking in those particular moments and to give a bit of a feel of of, of kind of makes it sound a bit like a road trip uh, variant. It kind of is in one respect, but it was just more reflections on um, reflections on the city and how and how it felt to be back somewhere that I hadn't seen for quite a while and to see how it had changed and moved on and what the current sort of vibe was. Um, the um the audio quality is a little bit hit and miss um i managed to lose my pop shield um that was on my little lapel microphone so i use a very little sort of very you know consumer level uh, lapel mic on this and i managed to to drop the pop shield or it came off or what have you so there's a few pops and a few bangs i'm going to try and do what i can to roll them out um but it's not it's not maybe quite the same as it would normally be, but I was just hoping to capture the kind of vibe of uh, of, of being sort of on the hoof, so to speak. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back to normal things for next for next time. But uh, in the meantime, five five different uh, thoughts over a two day period uh, in the big city. <laughs> The noise you can hear in the background is the train. Um, I'm on the train from Hatfield, where I've parked the car, um, into um, town. So this will take me through into King's Cross, and then I'll grab the Victoria Line, which will take me across to to where I've booked a, a hotel in Pimlico, which is an area of London I don't I don't know that well. Um, and I'm I've just had 25 minutes stood on the the station in Hatfield. Um, because I missed my preceding train by um, well, I, I missed my preceding train. Uh, let me say it, preceding train um, because of a school, uh, essentially. Because I'm I'd, having done um, 180 odd miles from home to to Hatfield this morning, um, I got to within half a mile of Hatfield station, and I knew there was a train leaving um, just before midday, and I was going to be there about three to four minutes ahead, um, that, that which would probably have given me enough time to get parked and get down, because it's not far from Hatfield, there's a multi-storey car park next to the station, it's not far to get down to, to, to jump on, it's a relatively easy process to get on it, the, the, the platform you need is, 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 is right in the right place for doing it quickly, and... Uh, and I was just going past the entrance, one of the entrances to Hatfield House, which is a, a big sort of stately home and park. And there was a community support police officer there who was uh, just stopping the traffic. 
um, and they were walking what seemed like an entire school year or possibly even more into Hatfield House. So there was a group of kids, probably six or seven, I would have thought, in age, who were obviously clearly having a, a day. They'd got a day out planned at, at, at Hatfield or an afternoon at Hatfield House, and they'd obviously walked from their school, so they're clearly you know, based in Hatfield, and they started to cross the road. And... Um, as you can imagine, when you're uh, when you're trying to organise to move kids like that, it wasn't something that was necessarily going particularly at speed. And I sat for five or six minutes um, looking at this very jolly community support uh, officer as, as he marshalled these kids across the road. And of course you can't say anything because it's a group of kids going for an afternoon out. But to have driven for three hours... And to have kind of in my head thought, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to manage to catch this train. I'm going to be a little bit ahead of schedule. That's great. Um, I missed it by by two or three minutes because in reality, by the time I got through uh, having let the kids cross. And of course, you sat there in one breath thinking, can't you please hurry up? I might still make my train. And then, of course, whilst the kids are going past, they're all waving because I was the front car in the in the queue. So you're waving back to the kids who are, de- who are obviously are looking forward to having gone out of school for the day. Um, and at the same time, you're thinking, I'm you know I'm going to have to stand for half an hour on Hatfield Station, which was fine, which is which was just fine. It just was a little bit. It was momentarily frustrating, but it it it, it was what it was. It was just the whole thing of having got that far with a minimum amount of fuss actually ahead of time uh, and then thinking oh I'm ahead I've I've got an earlier train and then of course it didn't happen but anyway um, so the train the train's deserted absolutely deserted I don't know what if this is going to be a precursor for what uh, London's going to be like but the train is 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 deserted Um, and you know I mean a platform I would normally um, have expected to have seen a lot of people on having caught trains from there very often and always the platform's been full and the train's been full because the trains come from Cambridge Uh, and it was just just nobody nobody on it um, nobody on it at all. I was just thinking, just thinking back. I think I said midday about the trains. Of course, that's nonsense. It was ten o'clock. Um, I got up and set off uh, sort of quarter to seven uh, and made really good time. So, uh, so that was the other surprise in the fact that the ten o'clock train would, you know, this 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 period ten to eleven is normally as it's just gone off peak, normally very busy and not you know not busy at all so we'll see what we'll see what the center of town's like but if this is a if this is important then what i've heard from a lot of people that london is still quite quiet probably uh, probably will be uh, will be you know will will end up turning out to be to be true so uh, i'll uh, i'll disappear because very shortly we've got the excitement of potter's bar um which um, is the is the one station in the country where I once got a, a, a parking ticket for parking absolutely within the box and but overhanging um, the 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 wheels were in the box but the car was overhanging the line and I got a parking ticket and it and it didn't matter who I complained to it made no difference because it was one of these very dubious parking companies and it ended up costing me seventy quid um, but we'll not talk about that so I'll I'll hold my nose and 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 try to think kindly of Potter's Bar as we go through. I don't know this area of London very well. Um, the hotel I've been staying at's in in Pimlico, and it's not an area Pimlico and Victoria, and it's not an area I really, really have ever really spent much time. So um, 
When I walked from Victoria to the hotel yesterday, I went uh, around the place I'm currently stood, which is um, it's Eccleston Square. And if you think back, probably the obvious example is the end sequence of um, of Notting Hill, where um, Hugh Grant and, and uh, Julia Roberts are sat in in one of these gardens um, that sort of nestle in between squares in, in London. And, you, you you know, if you walk around central London, you will walk past quite a lot of them. They are, they're fairly common all the way through the centre of the city. But this is a particularly splendid example um, of, a, of, of one of these gardens. So as you walk past, it's been, you can hardly really see inside. They've, they've, they've made a, uh, done a very good job of, of screening all the outside but I'm stood at the gate looking in and, 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 and it's absolutely beautiful I mean it's a I can't I can't even begin to think about the number of people who must be employed on a full time basis to keep this garden looking looking the way it looks and obviously it's something that's communal so I, mean, I guess it's, it's paid for by all the by all the people who live around around the square and I'm looking around now at probably maybe 60 or 70 um, townhouses all the way around the square maybe and then of course looking up they're all sort of five and six stories so it's, it's entirely possible that you could times that by um, five or six in terms of assuming that they've been converted into to flats on different levels I'm sure some of them will be houses in their own right but some of them I imagine have been converted so there might be anything between two and three hundred different sets of occupants there certainly be at least as many as 80 even if they're all still townhouses uh, what's interesting about one at the bottom is there's a blue plaque on the wall of one of the houses i'm now facing and winston churchill lived there between 1909 and 1913 so it gives you some kind of indication of the kind of you know the kind of street i'm talking about but what's what what struck me uh, when i walked past last night a, a couple of things one is just how beautifully laid out it was when you can see through and there was there was people working and there was kids playing and um all manner of all manner of those kind of things um but also and the 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 the, the one thing i i heard as i as i wandered past was a champagne cork going off or probably wasn't champagne it was probably prosecco but the point being that's the kind of that's a little bit kind of the 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 sort of island mentality you you're, you're talking about and I, and it's one of those things that i guess you feel charmed and excluded by it the same in the same breath um you know i'm 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 recording this looking over the gate into this knowing that's somewhere that i can't go and that's that's fine that's absolutely fine it's 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 belongs to the residents of this square i'm down here for a day i i, I have no right to go in there but it, it it talks to i guess it talks to barriers and it talks to fences and it talks to um an area of of tranquility and a beauty that's only meant for a certain few people and you can you can take that however want however however you want to do it because i think naturally we all do it we all put up those fences to protect the things that we think are ours um so uh, that's kind of mixed sort of a, a mixed kind of you know set of emotions really just stemming from just walking past a set of railings and hearing a champagne cork go off and the sounds of the sounds of laughter and the, the sounds of some kind of social soiree that was going on last night that I guess I clearly wasn't, and a lot of other people clearly weren't invited. Uh, invited to. Um, I didn't think this section would go quite this way, but it's, I guess that's the way. It's just, it's it's just gone. Uh, anyway, I'll leave you. I'll leave you with that, and 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 the sounds of 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 what is a very.
um, sort of fairly gentle kind of uh, suburban's the wrong word but um, kind of slice of, of life in, in Pimlico The sound you may be able to hear in the background is a Red Roberts uh, dab radio. And uh, I'm in my room in the artist uh, residence, uh, which I don't know. I, I guess it's a, I guess it's a hotel. It's or a boutique, a boutique B&B. I don't know actually what they class themselves as. Um, and I'm just about to check out, um, and I'm sat in this beautiful battered leather um, armchair. Uh, and the when I walked in the room yesterday, the um, the radio was on uh, playing uh, Jazz FM, um, which has, has been on actually largely all the through all the time I've I've been here. It's just been on and been in the in the in the background. Um, and I just thought I'd capture a, a, a moment and capture a little bit of the sound of the room before I um, before I disappeared off. You might be able to hear a little bit of what's going on outside. There's a it's a, a, a big sort of Georgian style window, that sash window which is open, and the um, there's a you know a muslin that's that's kind of just um, just just moving slightly in the in the breeze. Uh, and then there's bits. There's obviously some workmen or something going on uh, outside because uh, I've heard sounds of voices and and that kind of that kind of conversation you get when people are doing some form of you know work on a house or a property or whatever it, whatever it might whatever it might be um and I've really I've really enjoyed I've really enjoyed the states um I have to say I I was definitely wary before I I came down um I, you know a little bit apprehensive uh having been somebody that's used to be away from home a third of the year uh, to be you know and then having not really been away from home for the best part of two years really um, to you know to come away and do what is is, is a business trip um, but maybe maybe helped by the choice of, of saying somewhere quirky and different maybe maybe the fact I'm not in kind of a traditional business style hotel uh, as maybe as maybe helped a little a little bit I don't know but this is certainly a really quite special place I'll, I'll put the link on the the notes uh, and they've got other properties dotted uh, around and uh, I'm certainly now I mean I'm not going to be traveling anything like as much um, you know for work as I have done in the past but certainly on the odd times I come down I'm I'm going to look I'm going to look for uh, for something like this. Uh, I can see myself staying here again, uh, but also look for thing very particular kind of um, you know places to stay um, um, like this because it's it's the attention to detail and some of the touches that I think have been really nice, uh, including including on my bag there's a there's a, 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 a like a, an old fashioned brown parcel label with my name on it uh, and it's tied on with red and white string. And when I dropped my bags off yesterday, uh, and then disappeared back off for the the first of the meetings that I had, uh, they they the the bag, my bags were in the room when I got here. But they were, it was the way they'd tied these labels on. Um, you know, it was the nice little welcome card that's on the desk, handwritten welcome card, just welcoming to the you know to the to the establishment and and wishing me a and wishing me a really great a really great stay. It's just little things like that that I, th- I think are really really you know really really nice 
So uh, I'll post some pictures. I've, I've taken a few pictures of the room. I'll take some pictures downstairs and I'll post some pictures. Um, but it really is quite quite special. Um, and then I'm going to head back off, head back out into um, into London um, and see what and see what today brings. It's not as warm. It's not as bright today. It's it's overcast. It's definitely cool. There's definitely still a breeze. Um, but see see what the feel of the city like today. <laughs> You can probably hear a coffee machine in the background, um, and there's quite a lot of, of ambient noise. I'm in um, I'm in Pratamonje, um, just near uh, Victoria Station, and um, what's interesting about um, well, there's about half a dozen people sat in here. Uh, maybe not even that many actually it's it's relatively deserted there's a steady stream of people coming in and out but there's never been any more than two people queuing up um, at the till at any one point in time and we are literally right outside Victoria Station so I would have expected I would have expected this place to have been absolutely alive and buzzing um, if we were in normal times which which of course we we're, we're not and I think the point I was I was wanting to really just capture was um, that it's that that whilst London is is brisk uh, and while there are things going on and while there are definitely people about, there's nothing like the number of people I would expect to to, to have seen um, in areas such as this. Uh, I mean, I you know um, I would normally have thought Victoria at this time of day would have absolutely been. You know, would have been spilling with people, and the one thing you're not seeing is people who are, appear to be working in town. That's the that's the thing that you're not seeing in the way that you in the way that you would have done. Um, the other reason why I wanted to um, stop at Pret, I've got a real soft spot for Pret. Um, not because I get the point that Pret is now, you know, it's fairly ubiquitous down here, and it and it sits in the same space as. Starbucks and Costa in kind of the the, the London uh, mentality, uh, but it's obviously not quite as established um, back back up north. Um, but there, but I have very fond memories of um, the first Pret that I used to frequent, and the first Pret I used to frequent was just off Charing Cross um, Charing Cross Road, and it's still there, and um, often go in that one if I'm if I'm near. Um, but at that point in time, there really weren't very many of them. And what I loved about Pret, and I'm going back, I'm going back to sort of ninety, around about ninety five, ninety six sort of time. Uh, we lived in London around about that time. I can't remember if it was ninety five or ninety six. I think it was ninety six. But anyway, we we lived in London around about that time, and I used to come into the West End to go to uh, Denmark Street to go to the various music shops on Denmark Street. And the when I used to come into town, the one thing I used to do was I used to go to to that prep um, because it was really quite different from anything else that was was going on at that point in time. And the thing I always loved about Pratt apart from the energy and the vibrancy and the, the, the general kind of good feeling that was in the store, was the language they used. Pret were one of the first people to use really conversational language on all their napkins, on all of their uh, signs, on all of their imagery. They were very, you know, they were always very uh, upfront with what they did with the uh, leftover products at the end of the day, which they always, they always gave to 
you know, to, to in support of the homeless and all those kind of things. So they had an ethical, an ethical sort of messaging, um, and an ethical kind of centre back in the mid '90s, which actually, if you go back that far, was relatively unusual. Um, so, hence the reason why I've always have a, had a soft spot for them. I know, as I say, they've become um, they've become fairly ubiquitous now. But but if you go back and you remember it for what it was, and there are still lots of strains within Pret of, of of certainly what made them very different back in the day. So I always try and grab a Pret when I'm when I'm down here, simply because I've just still got very 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 fond memories of, of the first time I, I came across the brand. Um, so I'll finish up here and I'll I'll head I'll head to Victoria and pick up the train and uh, and head home. Well, just over 24 hours later, uh, and I'm I'm back on the same train, just going in a different direction and. Um, uh, to, as if to make it serendipitous I'm about to stop at Potter's Bar again uh, only this way on the way out of on the way out of town and you know five ten minutes away from being back in the car and heading back up the A1 um, home um, I don't know really what to say about uh, about my 24 hour trip uh, I was certainly quite a little bit concerned before I went I didn't know how it would be and I think some of the things that I maybe didn't look forward to in terms of the train and the and the tube haven't ended up being anything like as um, as concerning as uh, you know as I would have I would have expected very few people on the train there's very few people on the train going back um, towards uh, Cambridge now in 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 the same way there were very few people coming in uh, the tube you know I've, I think I've been in the tube four or five times on different lines over the course of the of the 24 hours and I, I but I've not been in a in a carriage bit that's been any more than uh, I guess 20% full each time um, so certainly um, I mean I walked around I walked around last night and um, had a walk around uh, St James's Park and Hyde Park and uh, and and that was quite busy but I, I would su- suggest that bearing in mind how the evening it was and how beautiful the evening it was it was nothing like as as busy as you would have you would have expected so um, you know it's it's definitely nowhere near back to normal though in terms of did I feel safe did w- w- you know with the vast majority of people um, sort of respecting the social distancing rules and respecting the rules in restaurants and respecting the the you know giving people space and wearing masks and all those kind of things and the answer was was yes um it just shows you what you know when you've got a town like or a city like london if if the tourists aren't there and i mean that if the international tourists are there then that it feels a very 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 different place anyway um back up back up home now um one more stop and as i say back on the uh, back in the car and i don't know how long again before i'll do any kind of business trip but um certainly i don't i don't feel as concerned about it um as 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 maybe i did before before i set off uh and as with everything i mean the thing i love about london uh, is you know and even this time i've just spotted things that I wouldn't 
I wouldn't expect to spot and come past things that I didn't know where they were. I, I ran past New Scotland Yard this morning. I didn't have a clue where New Scotland Yard was. I didn't realise it was down on the embankment. Um, and, that, of course, that's, that's where it is because I ran past it. And I think every time you go, you spot, you spot something different. You spot a place or there's a building that, that catches your eye that you want to know what it is. Or there's, um, you know, there's a plaque on the wall that talks to something that you weren't aware of. And I think that's, that's one of those things that places like London and New York and Paris and those kind of cities have. They, have, they, they just have dollops of social history, dollops of political history dollops of things that sh- you know, that we see on the tv and that we see all the time and they're just there and you run past them and 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 you know it's a bit different to to when you see them i guess i guess on the screen and and i, I find that absolutely i find it absolutely fascinating so i'm never going to not want to come down here because you just never know what you're in the mix of everything you just never know what you're gonna you know what you're gonna stumble on um so in that respect it's been really really nice to to go down and have that experience again and as i say the, the experience wasn't I, i've become concerned that maybe you know i wouldn't want to do those things again but you know i think you're probably going to slip into it fairly 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 easily um I don't know. Let me let me know. Let me know what you think. That when you when you do the when you do the when you do it yourself, let me know how you feel about it. And uh, and and are, are you concerned about it? Are you you know is it something that's worrying you or troubling you, or are you just desperate to get to it? And I have to say, I was a mix of of all those things. Anyway, uh, I'm going to sign off. Um, slightly stranger one this week with it not being based around the days, but based around five different different little segments around while I was while I was travelling. Um, it might mean that it ends up going out a bit earlier. Uh, I don't know. We'll wait and see. Um, but I hope you're well. I hope you have a, a great weekend. I hope the weather holds and you have a great, great weekend. Stay safe. And I'll speak to you all next week. and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.